You're listening to Real Paranormal Talk with Jeff Trelowitz, part of CKCC Radio. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Podbean. And now your host, Jeff Trelowitz. And welcome back to another edition of Real Paranormal Talk. My name is Jeff. Now, the reviews from last episode have been phenomenal. I know that we'd pretty much spent the entire time talking about ghosts and spirits and all that. So I guess people were ready for a different take, which is why we were talking about aliens and UFOs. Well, like I said, the talk has been nothing but positive, which is why we're going to continue that trend. So we're going to talk about another famous case that honestly I don't think got enough attention, which is why we're going to talk a lot about it here on Real Paranormal Talk. Again, this is on CKCC Radio, and we are the home for all things spooky here on CKCC Radio. We're of course going to be talking about an incident which has been nicknamed the Battle of Los Angeles. Now, you may actually remember a movie being made about this a couple years ago starring Aaron Eckhart. And again, this is just one interpretation of what happened that night. Now, again, I don't think a lot of people actually have heard of the Battle of Los Angeles. I know I didn't uh, up until a few years ago. Well, it's probably been more than that. But there, one of my favorite paranormal shows is called Fake, Faked or Fact. Fact or Faked. And what it basically was, was six people with different fields of expertise came together to try to debunk famous or videos that were sent to them using different scientific and natural causes to see if what happened in the video could actually be created by not necessarily as a hoax but sometimes it was so they decided to take a look at the battle of los angeles now you may be asking yourself exactly what is the battle of los angeles and that's what we're here to talk about. Now, this event happened back in 1942. In fact, it happened just three months after Pearl Harbor. So America was already on edge. Now, our intelligence committee, our community, excuse me, was getting intel that another possible attack could be happening on American soil. So with Pearl Harbor still in our minds, like I said, America was braced for another attack. And so they started to get reports in on uh, February 24th, 1942, that an attack could be happening in California. Well, that evening, many flares and blinking lights were reported from the vicinity of defense plants. An alert was actually sent out at 7.18 that evening and was lifted at 10.23. Renewed activity began early the next morning at February on February 25th air raid sirens started at 225 throughout Los Angeles to the point where an entire blackout was ordered and thousands of air raid wardens were summoned to their position at 316 oh hell yeah the 37th Coast Artillery Brigade began firing 50 caliber machine guns and 12.8 pounds of anti-aircraft shells into the air at a reported aircraft it got so bad that over 1,400 shells were eventually fired. Pilots of the 4th Interceptor Command were alerted and their aircrafts remained grounded. The artillery fire continued sporadically until 4.14 that morning. That is when an all-clear was sounded and the blackout was lifted at 7.21. 
No one knows what they were firing at. There have been quite a few different stories. Was it an alien ship? Was it something that was from another country that could have attacked us? We don't know because nothing actually fell from the sky. I mean, think about it. Think of how many shells they fired. 1,400 shells fired at something in the sky. And whatever they shot at, they never hit. So we don't know what we were firing. There are famous pictures from that night where several high-powered uh, lights were aimed at this one object. And you can faintly see something in the mist of all these shells being fired. But exactly what it is, no one is 100% sure. And the fact that, again, nothing fell from the sky, we don't know what we were firing at, but obviously we were firing at something. It was a scary time in United States history. Obviously, like I said, you know, it was about three months that prior to that, the, you know, Pearl Harbor was attacked. They were under the impression that there was going to be another attack on American soil. And they were going to be prepared for it no matter what. It got so bad that there were actual casualties on the ground. Several buildings and vehicles were damaged by shell fragments. Five civilians died as an indirect result of the anti-aircraft fire. Three were killed in car accidents. And two of them had heart attacks because of the stress of the hour-long action. So five people died over something that we don't even know what it was. To this day, we are not sure of what happened in Los Angeles that night. And I wish I could sit here and tell you, well, I know exactly what it was. I don't. You know, I can speculate, you know, maybe, you know, the, the argument was, oh, maybe, again, there's the old Roswell thought that it was a balloon. Because I remember on Fact or Fake that that's actually what they said could have been one of the possibilities. But clearly it was not. So I, I don't know. I, I just... Again, to me, it's one of the most spectacular stories in U.S. history that does not get enough attention. And another famous case that uh, inspired a lot of independent movies and even a book by author Jeff Trelowitz, that would be me, is called The Phoenix Lights. Now, it's the uh, one of the basis of my book, uh, Paranormal Contact, which... Ironically, at one point, it was supposed to be called Paranormal Activity, but then a movie came out, so I couldn't use it. But yeah, there, there's a, uh, it happened back in 1997, and then happened again a couple years later. But many, hundreds of people witnessed what they called a flying V, and no, I'm not talking about the Mighty Ducks, out in the Nevada and the Phoenix areas. So the first one occurred on March 13, 1997. Lights of varying descriptions were seen by thousands of people between 7.30 and 11.30 in, in a space of about 300 miles. Uh, to the point that even the Air Force was called in. They sent uh, planes out to see what it was and nobody could identify what they were seeing. Uh, and then it occurred again in 2007 and 2008. And the fact that, again, any for me, any time 
that the military is called in to investigate a uh, a spaceship or possible spaceship that tells you something that says that even the military has no idea what they're looking at which is why they're called in and they don't immediately say oh this is what it is I also think it's very telling that the lights returned almost to the exact same area not just once not just twice but three separate times so obviously whatever it was was familiar with the area now again I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's automatically aliens. I wasn't there. I didn't see them. However, a lot, of, like I said, so many people did. And the fact that the military said, you know, had no uh, answer to what it is tells me something. Now, I don't want to be the kind of guy that automatically assumes, well, if I can I identify it, it is a uh, UFO. But it's hard not to, again, when there are so many things that could be in the sky. Now, I've, again, told my UFO story before, and I'm the type of guy that I will sit up in the, you know, at night looking up at the sky trying to see what's out there. I think you have to be completely irresponsible and sort of an egomaniac to think that we are the only species that has that kind of intelligence so while i would like to think that you know there are ufos from other dimensions and other planets and again having my own experience it's hard for me not to say that there is something else out there now i want you to tell me something do you believe in ufos have you ever had your own ufo experience if you have, drop me an email at Jeff or sorry at trailpodcast at aol.com. I would love to hear people's stories. My story is out there. It was on one of the original uh, Real Paranormal Talk. I think it was on the pilot episode. Uh, and again, I mean that was a couple months ago. So if people want me to tell the story again, I will. All you need to do is shoot me an email at trailpodcast at aol.com. Again, about any of my podcasts, whether it be Real Paranormal Talk or Ranking Tracks or anything at all. So shoot me a message if you want to chat. I check it a couple of times a week. Uh, in the meantime, again, I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of Real Paranormal Talk, talking about the Battle of Los Angeles as well as the Phoenix Lights. Uh, I got a new microphone for this episode, so hopefully uh, some of my quality, my sound quality will improve over the next couple of weeks compared to what you're used to. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Real Paranormal Talk. Don't forget to check out some of our other shows here on the CKCC Radio, starting with the Mothership, the Club Kayfabe Wrestle Talk. There's also the Stupid Sexy Podcast. With Chris and Dan, there's the United We Fan podcast, which is definitely one of my favorite podcasts on the network. Uh, there is the Motivational Moves podcast with my uh, fellow author, Adrian Cotton, or as he called us, the, uh, the Authors of Discomfort, which is a nice uh, take on the Authors of Pain and very fitting. And while we're talking about Adrian, check out his new book, just came out this week. Uh, the second in the AWO uh, 
series, so check that out. There is the Bored to Death Binge Cast. Chris Ranks the Universe has some new episodes coming out soon. Jay Bunny's Music Hub, Race Nerd, and of course my other podcast, Ranking Tracks. So thank you for listening to this episode of Real Paranormal Talk. Again, we are the home of all things spooky on CKCC Radio. And we're coming almost up on Halloween. I mean, yeah, I know that's still, you know, three months away, but I'm getting closer. So thank you for listening to this edition of Real Paranormal Talk. My name is Jeff, and have a good day, everybody.